this is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. That's why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome. You're in the battleground. It's Monday, 8 August, year of our Lord, 2022. Big day tomorrow, both in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Let's go out to Wisconsin's 63rd Assembly District and Adam Steen. He is the Trump-endorsed candidate. In fact, I would respectfully submit it was one of the principal reasons that President Trump went to Wisconsin for the for the amazing rally the other night. Adam, what is, what, walk me through the basic case against uh Voss, what what is what is what is the case against him? Um, he has decided that the party is more important than the people, Steve. That's the short and sweet of it. He has stopped listening, and he no longer and what do you, wants and, to and, do. And what and what, well and, what, what and what do you he, He's put party over the people. Uh, be specific. What do you mean by that? So we have an election that happened in the state of Wisconsin. There's widespread voter fraud that's been proven very clearly. And he has chosen to tell the people that we need to elect a Republican governor and a Republican attorney general and all of our problems will be solved, Steve. And I believe that's not the answer. I believe that we can fix this problem. So walk us through that. What What is your what are you what do you propose? Because they've been sitting there. I think Voss has said uh, almost from the beginning, correct me if I'm wrong, that it's unconstitutional. I think he admits, doesn't he, that there was widespread voter fraud, that Trump, Biden, in fact, didn't win. Trump won. But there's nothing he can do about it. Is that it? That's exactly right. So he said that there was issues that happened that took place, and we are going to solve those issues by electing a Republican governor and a Republican attorney general. And to me, as a, as a assemblyman, my job is to write the, the bills that get passed as law. So we have laws in elect in Wisconsin, and those laws were broken, but there's no consequences, and he knows that. And I truly believe that, that we have a system that is set up so that, that cheating can continue to happen without any consequences. Let's go through that. What do you mean that this, it's, it's still set up, that cheating can go on? What, what do you mean? So um, right now, Chapter 9, or the statute, very clearly written where we see what laws were broken in our election system. First of all, the drop boxes are very clearly wrong. There's only two methods of delivering your ballot back to be counted. That's through the mail or in person to your clerk. And Robin Voss said, well, we've got to let the courts decide what the law says, as opposed to we're going to follow the law and let the left sue us. So he has done what every Republican has done and just stayed just to the right of the left so that he can say he is a Republican. And as conservatives, I truly believe that we need to follow the Constitution first and allow the left to sue us. Go go back through go back through um, go back through. Uh, is it the Gableman report? I mean, what do you base your belief? I mean, I know I've got mine because we've been at this from the beginning. But what do you what do you base your belief that the 2020 election in Wisconsin uh, was essentially stolen or given to Joe Biden. He didn't actually win it. When you talk to your constituents, wh- wh- what do you specifically tell them 
that was it's the Gableman report. I mean, wh- what evidence and facts do you uh, do you uh, point to? So if we start with the Gableman report, uh, my great grandmother passed away at 102 years old at our house. And for me to watch the elderly be mistreated the way that they were and their votes be cast for them, uh, I believe that's completely unethical and immoral. So, first of all, we went from a 30 percent up to a 95 percent. But hang on. But hang on. Yeah. But hang on. You you cite. I got that. But you cite the Gableman report. Do you cite things that were presented to the to the Supreme Court of, of Wisconsin because that minority report, what, when you say that, I got it, the nursing homes, but what evidence do you actually cite that somebody can go and click on and see it? So we cite the Gableman report. They can read the 140-page document. And then we also cite the um, drop boxes. So when the ballot drop boxes were used in our election, there was around 250,000 ballots that were cast. When those ballots were cast, whether they were legal or illegal, when they were put in that drop box, that is not a method of delivery that is stated in our Constitution. So to me, that's a, that's a huge, huge win for the state of Wisconsin. When these uh, other Republicans, they're on Fox all the time, you see them all over saying elections are about the future. Uh, you can't go back and, and change the past. When you're out among in the 63rd assembly district and talking to constituents uh, and, and talking about your plans and what you want to do. What did they say about your maniacal focus on Robin Voss's failures? Your, your perceived uh, his failures of really getting to the bottom of three November. Did, did they tell you that the elections are about the future? You can't do both at the same time. Or they say, Hey, you're, you're, you're just, you're just uh, stirring up things that are not going to get changed. Well, what I tell people is we can solve our elections in eight simple words. It's in person, on paper, hand count, one day. And I believe that process happened up until the 90s, and I believe we can return to that process. So when I'm talking to people and telling them that I'd like to see their vote actually count and cast clearly and concisely so that they know that their ballot had had value, they are extremely, extremely excited about that potential, as opposed to my opponent who wants to see the status quo continue. So they are extremely happy and excited to have a discussion about moving forward. But we can't move forward if we don't go back and fix what happened in 2020. Adam, do you believe that if you're elected and you replace Robin Voss, and by the way, it'll be one of the biggest events of tomorrow if that were to happen, given his prominence in Wisconsin, do you believe could you commit to your uh, to your uh, constituents that you will actually work nonstop to try to decertify the Biden electors from the 2020 presidential campaign? Well, I actually funny you mentioned that back in May, I had that same question posed to me by The Washington Post, and my response hasn't changed. I believe AJR 120 was a litmus test um, as a representative of the people. I believe it is my job to cast a vote in their behalf. And Robin Voss doesn't want to see that happen. So I, I would be one vote. And based on the constituents that I've talked to, I would definitely vote to decertify and bring back the electors from 2020. After that, it takes 99 other people in the assembly to vote in a roll call vote to determine how the state of Wisconsin would move forward. Adam, how do people follow you in this critical 24 hours? Because this is going to be one that's not just watched 
in the United States, but all, all over the world. What is your social media and what's your website? It is. Please, please follow my website. It's Steen, S-T-E-E-N-F-O-R-U-S, steenforus.com. We've got our link to Facebook, Getter, Instagram, Twitter, um, Truth Social. They're all there right on the website. But Steve, the, to me, the most important part is Robin Voss has chosen not to stand on his accomplishments, but to belittle and lie about the, the values that I have. He's told people that the military, that I don't want the military to vote. But what I'm more importantly stating is he has spent probably five times the amount of money that I have spent on this campaign trying to put me down instead of standing on his own two feet. So I would love for folks to go to the website, hit the donate button, and just drop five or ten dollars in there so we can push this last 24 hours and get the message out there that the person that I'm running against is plain flat out lying in order to try to accomplish something and hold a seat that he's had for the last 20 years because he doesn't have a track record that's willing to be stand, stood upon so that he can actually fight face to face. Adam, thank you for joining us. I know our entire war room posse and cadre will, will be all over this. So thank you very much. Look forward Excellent. to talking Thanks to you so tomorrow. Much. Yep. Have a great day, Steve. Want to go now. We've got uh, Jay Sh uh, Schroeder is going to join us a second. He's running for secretary of state, that critical position in Wisconsin. But I want to go to uh, Judge Gableman. Uh, a judge, when you first, I met you a year ago, I think actually today or close to it. Wow. A year ago yeah. in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Sioux, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And you talked, you were just getting started then. Did you believe at the time when you took that mandate and started that your report uh, would get to be, I don't know if controversial or really an exciting incident and such action that you would have people like Jay Schroeder, you would have people like Adam Steen, you would have and people throughout the country and the world talking about what happened in Wisconsin and how outrageous it was. Did you believe at the time when you started that you would unearth the types of facts and evidence that you did? You know, to be honest, Steve, first of all, thank you for having me on and thank you for your laser beam and an extraordinarily valuable service of focusing on this issue. You you are a true patriot and you are helping to save this country from those who would turn it into something other than a democracy. So thank you. I had no idea what I was going to find. I, I had no idea, really. Um, I went into it. And honestly, as I told uh, Speaker Voss at our first meeting after he hired me, I've known Robin for 12, 14 years, something like that. But at our first meeting, I, I honestly said, my hope is that I can study everything and do a thorough investigation. And then I can come back to the people of this state and tell them that everything was fine. Everything was run according to law. And and everything was fine. Instead, what I found was systematic corruption. Hold it, hold it, hang on, hang hang on, hang. On. I just want to, I want to make sure because this this dovetails the conversation you had with me. You came out, you came at this with no preconceived notions. There have been a lot of stuff in the media, obviously a very intense fight, but you came at this with no preconceived notions. Given your time on the bench, you were going to go and just see where the evidence lied. Not just late, right? Not you, just you, my you, time. You, on the you you. you you know, Steve, Go ahead, it's, it's so important for me. And when I was attacked by some of the crazy Democrats uh, on the 
committee, the Campaigns and Elections Committee, when I presented my report on March 1st, and I presented for three and a half hours, and I finally had to interrupt the one from downtown Madison, whose name I don't recall. Uh, and I had to say, you know, I know you've been here in the Capitol for three years or whatever it was. I've, I've devoted my entire career, 30 years, 30 years of my life to public service. And I have been blessed. I have been given a bless many blessings from God. But in, in terms of my career, from my days as an assistant district attorney, working up my way, working my way up to district attorney and circuit court judge, and then on the Wisconsin Supreme Court, my only job, my only job has been to do what's right under the law. And, and so when I took this mission from Robin Voss uh, about a year ago, that was one more mission that I could do because, because it's so important for me to, to keep things not hidden, things in government and, and that affect the actual lives of citizens and, and their best interests. We should treat our fellow citizens as adults and, and we shouldn't run on one thing and deceive our voters into thinking that we're going to uh, conduct ourselves one way, but then once we get elected, conduct ourselves another way and vote against and act against the things that the people believed us when we said uh, we were going to do. So this was, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, Steve, but it's not just based on, on a few, uh, 10 years on the Wisconsin Supreme Court. It's a 30-year career based on doing what's right under the laws. Judge, uh, when you found this evidence, you went back to Robin Voss. I think one of the big controversies, at least as I see it, is the um, how detailed your report is, how explosive your report is, particularly when you compare it. We're going to have uh, Jay Sh uh, Schroeder on here in a minute who's running for this position. And, and who State. I, have how, I have endorsed him, Steve. Exactly. I, I hope he that's that's why I wanted to have, uh, have you on first. Yeah, yeah, and, but here's the thing is that it was so against existing Wisconsin statute and law. Yeah. Why did Robin Voss not embrace the report and really take it to, you didn't do a report just to do a report. You know, you know Wisconsin what, has a reputation. The, the citizens up there have a reputation, whether they're liberal or, or Republican or, or conservative of being, I, you know, not just Wisconsin nice, but also very straight, very by the book, very by the rules. You have some of the tightest, yeah. Election laws in the country, sir. Why did Robin Voss get this explosive report and just kind of shrug his shoulders? I know what he told me and I know what I believe. And they're two different things. What he told me was that he didn't think that the election integrity issue was going to be a successful political platform for either he or other Republicans to run on. And therefore, he wanted to minimize all discussion and all conduct on it before the election. What I believe, Steve, the more I've seen him in action, I, I've known him for a long time, but I really got to know him in this last year. And that's why I have endorsed, along with President Trump, I've endorsed Robin's opponent, Adam Steen. And I, I, went, I spent the last two days going door to door in Robin's district, asking his constituents to vote for his opponent, Adam Steen, because I told him Adam's not a politician, Adam's going to do what he thinks is right, and he's going to tell you the truth. Robin Voss has spent 30 years at the Capitol, 10 as a staffer, 
and not, well, 28, so not 30, 10 as a staffer, and then another 18 as a state representative. He built the Wisconsin Election Commission. He oversaw the implementation of all the odious apparatus that the Wisconsin Election Commission put to use to steal the election from, and I'm not even gonna say from a particular candidate. I'm gonna say they stole it from the voters and the good citizens of the state of Wisconsin. And I know the Democrats are happy because their guy got in. Well, someday that machinery, that machinery of the Wisconsin elections and their willingness, their eagerness to violate the law will come back to bite them unless we substantively change it, which Robin also is against. He said he wants to keep the Wisconsin Election Commission in place. As I told the legislature during my three and a half hour presentation on March 1st, the Wisconsin Election Commission, especially with its current director, Megan Wolf, who, who is simply taking all of the policies of her terrible partisan leftist predecessor, Kevin Kennedy, who is on a George Soros-funded board along with David Becker. If your listeners and viewers don't know the name David Becker, if you live in one of 33 states that subscribe to the Electronic Registration Information Center, otherwise known as ERIC, David Becker, this man funded by George Soros and Mark Zuckerberg, David Becker has more influence over whether who the names on your voter rolls than anybody in your state. He's a man you've never heard of, but he has tremendous power. And by keeping the Wisconsin Election Commission alive and not being willing to just simply dismantle it, and there is, there is precedent for dismantling. When Kevin Kennedy ran that uh, government accountability board into the ground doing a crazy far left uh, scheme to invent a law to take out Scott Walker, okay. which I am proud to have written the opinion, the one, the one newspaper article I keep is the one you can see over my right shoulder. That's when the Wall Street Journal said that, in my opinion, my opinion, beating back the Government Accountability Board's, the WEC predecessor's efforts to drive out Scott Walker from office by making up a law, that Mike Gableman restored democracy to Wisconsin. Well, I did it. I helped. I helped. I don't take credit. I don't take full credit. My God, I had three very brave members uh, of the Wisconsin Supreme Court with me, so I I don't take the credit. Okay. But, but, but 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 Judge Gableman, here's what I don't understand. You talk about the WEC. Where Schroeder's going to talk about this? The WC. You talk about the account. You talk about this. The Supreme Court this year is going to take on this situation in North Carolina to actually make a judgment on what we call independent state legislatures. One of the big controversies, and I keep saying, hey, all this nonsense J6 going through, they ought to look at the uh, electoral count of 1887. The state legislatures are the key. How did this get so far off track in a state where there's always had very tight voting laws? Yeah. And so now we're in a situation, you've got a report, but you got the WC saying this, you got this saying that. How did that happen without any... A citizens of Wisconsin stand up, but more importantly, Republicans banging on the table saying this is essentially unconstitutional at its heart. It's going to lead to a mess as it has to the because humiliation had, of the state of Wisconsin. You had two. You had you had very rich and powerful men come in, not just to Wisconsin, 
but to other states. You had George Soros, and then more recently, Mark Zuckerberg. But in between, you had very willing bureaucrats. Kevin Kennedy worked there for 30 years, and, and he was a leftist all the way. But, but they had the support. They had the support of the terrible leftist newspaper, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. So they had all sorts of public support. And I, my breath continues to be taken away at the willingness of, th of things like the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel being willing to lie in order to protect their political advances. And so that's one end of it, Steve. But then on the second end of it, you had legislators, I believe like Robin Voss, who took a look at the harsh criticism they would receive if they stood up to the corruption of the Wisconsin election system, that they were going to get hammered. They were going to get hammered in the press. And so many of them, Steve, as you know, and this is how we get this, this pathetic, terrible thing like the, the J6 committee, because we've got politicians who view their public office as a lifehold tenancy. When, when our founders just meant it to be a point of service that you'd go and do and then let somebody else do it. So you have these politicians who are afraid of the media criticism they're going to take. And I know for you, for a brave man and a courageous man such as you, Steve, that's hard for you to get your head around, that, that you got people who are so afraid of media criticism that they're going to run and they're going to do things they know are wrong. They're going to do things that they know are against their constituents' best interest, like allow the Wisconsin Election Commission. They're running wild. Finally, we had four members of the Wisconsin Supreme Court on July 8 in the Teagan case with the ballot drop boxes. Finally, we had four members. We got three very courageous women on that court, and I was glad to see that Justice Hagedorn joined them. In, in determining. And then the, the, the story from the left and the apologists for Wisconsin Election Commission, even some so-called Republicans, because remember, they're afraid, they said, well, that just means that going forward, uh, these drop boxes are illegal, that, that we can't do anything looking back. When in fact, there was nothing in that opinion. If they're illegal today, they were illegal yesterday, they were illegal in November of 2020, they shouldn't have been there. I believe they facilitated fraud and a stolen election. So don't, don't tell me. That, that was their story, and of course the media went along with it. Well, that means going forward that you can't use drop boxes. No, that means is, you shouldn't have it, used drop boxes then either. You've endorsed, you have this explosive report, you've endorsed Adam Steen taking on Speaker Voss in his, in his assembly district, you, yeah. uh, you've uh, endorsed our next guest, Jay Schroeder. Is the election of Jay Schroeder going to set things right? Is Jay Schroeder going to have the power no. to get his hands around this? Because I think the question the nation wants to have answered is, Wisconsin, of all, even Arizona and Georgia, Wisconsin is the ticking time bomb, because it's so obvious to prove how they stole it. Is Wisconsin going to be the lead in the first state to actually decertify? I'm not saying flip to Trump uh, 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 electors. I'm not saying flip the election. But to go back and say that, they, that we can't honestly have certified the Biden electors. Will Wisconsin be the first, and will Jay Schroeder's election do that? 
I have not taken a position on the wisdom of decertification. I know a lot of my friends and people who support me would like me to do that, and I'll tell you why. What I've done is I've said, yes, it is legally possible. And, and that's, I told the truth in my report, and I included it in the report because too many in the media were trying to peddle this lie, and the WEC, Wisconsin Election Commission's yeah. apologists were trying to peddle this lie that decertification was not lawful. That's not true. It's lawful. But whether to do so and how to proceed is a purely political decision. I have I've tried to okay. stick to the law on this. Now, Jay, yep. in our state, we have a, a, a diluted power center for the election, Steve. It's it's yep. the municipal clerks who are responsible Good. for it, unlike Arizona. I know. The war, most of the other the states. War of the clerks. Ju- Judge, we got to bounce. How do people get to you, and particularly get to the, how do people get to the report? Because it's still something people must read. How do they get w- to the Judge Gableman report? WIElectionFraud.com. WIElectionFraud.com. And do you have social media? What's your social media? I'm sorry. I, I'm not a big social media guy. Fine. That's okay. Fine, I, fine. We'll send them to the thing. Judge Gableman, thank you. Thank you very much. You've done heroic and patriotic work. Thank you, sir. Judge Gableman up in Wisconsin. Uh, we're going to take a break, but I want to go first to Jay Schroeder. Jay, uh, walk me through what the, what then do you offer? What What is the case that you're making tomorrow in this primary for the MAGA movement to back you? Sure. I did a press release today. What's gotten me more involved and fired up, 10 months ago I typed in my vote Wisconsin, my dad's name, date of birth. He's been gone seven years. Do you know today I can still go on there, click a red icon, register to vote? We have had a private citizen do a sting operation. You can get absentee ballots from anybody around the state. All you have to have is their name, date of birth, and they'll be sent to you. The Wisconsin Election Commission, like Donald Trump says, they have to be fired. They issued uh, an edict to our county clerks to uh, ignore the state statutes and cure absentee ballots. Our state statutes say that the only person that can cure a ballot is the voter. So they're rogue. What they, how they operate is, we're going to do what we want. If you don't like it, take it to the state Supreme Court. One of the things of why I'm running is there's a cabal. We have Dane County, and that's where Madison, where the state I tell you what, is, I tell okay? you what, hang on, hang on for one second. We'll take a short commercial break. We're going to return with sure. Jay Schroeder. He is in a tight, tough fight throwdown. For Secretary of State of the great state of Wisconsin, he's Trump-endorsed. We're going to return. we got Jared Majewski. we got Tina Peters in Colorado. It's all exploding this evening in the war room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash war room to install the unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. 
It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. It's Monday, 8 August, year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, I tell you, there are two barn burners tomorrow in Minnesota and in Wisconsin. I want to go to Jay Schroeder now. He's running for Secretary of State in the great state of Wisconsin. Tell me about the cabal. Here's what I don't get, Schroeder. You've got, you know, the most honest citizens in the country up there in Wisconsin. I mean, just Wisconsin nice, good folks. You've always had traditionally, even though you've got a lot of progressive, they're very tight voting laws. How do you have this fiasco in the 2020 election? Tell me how it happened and what you, Jay Schroeder, are going to do about it. Well, they just eliminated. They ignore the state statutes. What I was saying about the cabal is the Wisconsin Election Commission is in Dane County. We have liberal socialist judges that cover for the Wisconsin Election Commission. So if you sue them, the judges cover for them. Then you got the circuit judge. They cover for them. The only way you can get anything done is go to the state Supreme Court. So they have that. So that you have to get the jurisdiction out of Dane County so you can have justice. Right now, we don't have the justice. Their, uh, their modus operandi is we're going to do what we want. They ignore the state statutes. One of the commissioners on the election commission said when they waived special voting deputies said, when do we have to start following the law again? That, that statement is exactly what they think, how they operate. And they were referred five to six for uh, felony prosecution from uh, a recent sheriff. But that one sentence that that individual said encapsulates how they think. They don't care. It's shocking to think that and to say it. But they demonstrated over and over and over. They have an ideology. They're going to do it. They're going to get the elections. We have... Uh, um, 
265,000 that voted indefinitely confined. Well, well, you check that box and you don't have to have an ID. They have it down to a system, which I think uh, Eric Holder had talked about long ago, where you're going to go in and you're going to evaluate each state and their statutes and find loopholes and do it. That's what they did. That's what they're doing. They continue to do it. And, but that a commission has to be fired. All three major candidates running for governor want to get rid of the election commission. But you have to have something to replace it. Our founding fathers in the state of Wisconsin had it under the Secretary of State's office for 125 years. The last 40 we've had it, it's been a disaster. It gets progressively worse from one committee to the next. It used to be before WEC, it was GAB. All they did is change three letters. They kept all the staff. Well, what do you expect going to happen? It's the same thing over and over. But 33 states have it under the Secretary of State's office. The majority of the red states. I'm not an election wizard, but I'll tell you what. I know what works, and you copy it. If you go back to 2000, Bush, Gore, hanging chads and all that, anybody hear any problems now in Florida? It runs good. It runs smooth. We have to bring that to Wisconsin and have to have accountability. And somebody said, well, what about Secretary of State? You might do um, things that are on the edge or whatever, like the Election Commission. I said, no, the difference between me and the Election Commission is I'm going to follow the state statutes. What a novel idea. And as far as that goes with the electors, with the... Sure. Yep. Keep going. No, keep going. Well, one of the things that, uh, in my interpretation of what goes on, is there's no due diligence in the 2020 election. If there was an issue where one side said there was no problem, one side is we can cite all these problems, what should have been done, they should have had a public hearing in the legislature, they should have both attorneys presented their case uh, on each viewpoint. Then the legislature would have held, heard it. The legislators would have took a vote on it. The citizens would have held their individual responsible for it. That would have been due diligence. And what's going on right now is why I'm running is I want to build confidence in the elections. Everything you've heard today, every person you've talked to, all these things are taking away the confidence in our elections. And when you have that, you have a distrust of what's going on, our country, our operation. But they, that's but they, but they, but they, dangerous. but that, that's that's what that's what that's no, but that's what the opposition wants. They want to break MAGA. They want people not to show up because they think their vote doesn't count. So in ninety seconds, convince this audience that Jay Schroeder is the guy that's going to actually get these elections sorted, so people have confidence. Therefore, they show up. Remember what they're trying to do is just stop five to. T- I got Majewski on next. I got Tina Peters on after that. The way the MAGA candidates work is 100% of MAGA has to show up. What they're trying to do is break so that that, that 5 to 10% just says, you know what, Schroeder's a nice guy, but he can't do it. Tatum Peters, is a, she's a warrior. She can't do it. Majewski's a hammer. He can't do it. I'm not going to vote. That's the whole game here. That's what they're trying to do. So convince me right now that you're the guy that's going to make it happen. Election integrity just isn't two words. And election integrity means get rid of the voting machines with Internet access. According to the Durham report, President Trump in the White House, his servers were hacked. Okay, we got to get rid of Internet access to the uh, voting machines. We have to have paper ballots with watermarks, just like the currency, so you can't copy them. You have to have chain of custody. You have to have a system where you can, only, can look on your cell phone, tell where your ballot is all the time. Those things will build confidence. That's why you want to vote for Schrader. I want to clean this up. I'm 60 years old. This isn't a hobby of mine. I want to do it to where we follow the law and the state I grew up in. Right now, these last two years, I don't even know where I am in this state. But by God, we're going to change it and do the right thing. 
and, and follow the statutes. That's why you should vote for me. We have a vested interest in building confidence. And if they don't like it, you know, there's other places they can go live. But I like this state. I've lived here my whole life. I'm the fourth generation. I like Wisconsin. And that's what we got to do. Jay, how do people uh, go the next 24 hours? Are absolutely critical. You're Trump endorsed. Where do people go to follow this hour by hour? What do they have to do and how can they support? I have a Facebook page, Jay Schrader for Secretary of State, S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R. And I also have a, a web, well, that's Jay Schrader for Secretary of State.com. That's my website. Also have a Facebook, the same, same lingo. So that's where you follow. And you're right. It is hour by hour. So at every one point, there's something else comes up. You can't make this stuff up. But I make a commitment that I'm going to do it. If you know the history of Wisconsin, we had 100,000 people protesting at Act 10. If you know Schrader is going to be doing a good job cleaning up elections, as I tell people around the state, my goal is to have 30,000 protesters at the Capitol. Then you'll know I'm doing something and cleaning it up. <laughs> Jay Schrader, you're a, uh, you're a fighter. I think that's why that's President right. Trump endorsed you, and I think that's why MAGA's got your back. Go with God, brother. Godspeed. We'll check in tomorrow. Thank you for all you do. Thank you, sir. I got two other hammers back-to-back, J.R. Majewski, and then I got Tina Peters. J.R., uh, MAGA, as you're seeing folks up there in Ohio, and you got the farmers, you got the, the, you got the city folks, you got the suburban exurban, you got the whole match up there in your district. Walk through, wh- where's their hedge right now in this entire thing? Because I'm seeing conflicting information coming out of Ohio. I, I got uh, J.D. Vance down. Uh, is is MAGA still, is, is, is Ohio MAGA territory? And are people concerned up there about these elections, about are their votes going to count? Because we get a mess in Wisconsin. I think we kind of get a mess in Minnesota. I mean, I look at Colorado is a disaster. You got Tina Peters out there being Joan of Arc. They're trying to put her in prison every every other day. What's going on in Ohio? And why is J.D. Vance be one down on a guy like Tim Ryan, as phony as Tim Ryan is? I'd like to see the polls on that, Steve. I mean, I think J.D. Vance is, is doing pretty well. Um, you know, there's some there's some definite concerns with um, the MAGA candidates because the establishment Republicans don't want to give up their fiefdoms. And they're they're used to losing in certain areas. And so, you know, they're 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 not as actively supporting as uh, you would you would think they would be. But. You know, we're we're putting up a good fight. We're gonna hold we it. Hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you hold on? Are you saying the establishment's not up there? They don't have your back? Are they, are they not working for victory? Because you can win this thing. I'm telling you, everybody. Every time I talk to people up there, they're saying, "Hey, J.R. Majewski got a really good shot of winning here and putting a what a thirty year a thirty year apparatchik out to pasture." So, or are, is the establishment not having your back? Have they not thrown in with you? I would say the at the state level. The establishment Republicans have not come through as I would have expected. But I can say that at the national level, um, there has been a lot of support from what I would refer to as establishment Republicans. So, you know, it's a it's a hodgepodge. I think uh, this is this is a pretty unique, unique time, especially in my district, having, you know, Marcy being in office for 40 years. So we have, in my opinion, we have ample time to, to run this through and get everybody on the train. And the more we get exposure on the war room, the more we get exposure at these Trump rallies, I think the better. Well, we no, are. Look, 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 let me let me tell you, I was down at CPAC and everybody's talking about you. In fact, they're kind of like, why is Jared not down there? Everybody, everybody, you're 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 a very known entity and people have your back. What do we need to do on the show? What does this audience need to do to have your back right now? Tell me, tell us what you need. 
uh, and, uh, and, and tell people uh, where this is headed and what do you need? Fundraising. I need to raise money. Marcy Kampner's sitting on almost $2 million. She's ran nearly three quarters of a million dollars worth of negative ads against me. She's pretending to be a Republican and she's pretending as if uh, January 6th was actually an insurrection. And it's uh, that, that that's their she's, scheme. She's right one now. of the most left. Hold on. How, how, how is she running as a Republican? She's one of those. Correct me if I'm wrong. Just, uh, you know, isn't she one of the most left wing people up there? I mean, she's just this side of the squad. Right. Am I wrong yeah. in that? Hadn't she had no, every vote for Pelosi and ever? How? How? Well, how could she possibly run as a Republican light? How does that work? She's saying that, you know, she's brought jobs to the community. She's saying that she supports the police. She's saying that she supports the military. I mean, oh you know, God. the things that I do, oh my God. Uh, she's taking claim for. She's bringing money to the district I'm... that she hasn't brought in 40 years. She's going to parades that she hasn't been to in 30 to 40 years. She's working like a Republican would work. But I mean, honestly, she's being carried um, by by a, a group of of young far left activists. But, you know, she's she's behaving as you would expect a, uh, you know, a, a Republican candidate. She's trying to message as a Republican would. J.R. Majewski, this is one of the most important races in the country for MAGA. It just really is. J.R., what's the social media? How do people get to the site? Uh, and how do they sign up to volunteer to, 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 to assist you or to donate? Uh, J.R. Majewski, the number four, congress.com. I'm on all forms of social media, J.R. Majewski for Congress. And um, we have plenty of opportunity for volunteers, Steve. The last time we were on your show, I think after we, within two hours, we had 75 to 80 new volunteers. So keep bringing them because we're out knocking doors every day and we're putting up yard signs every day. This is how we're going to win. Uh, phone banks, knock on doors, personal, get to get to know people in the district uh, and have your have your uh, your surrogates out there. Just not walk in the walk in the precincts, walk in the districts. Jr. Uh, one more time. I'm What's sorry, your social it wasn't media? How do people track you on social media? Um, social media, same thing. Jr. Majewski for Congress. Sorry, I wasn't at CPAC, but as you saw, the uh, the boss man asked me if I could come to Wisconsin and I went there and I knocked the shit out of that stage. So. Scott, sorry for my language. No, you, you right. absolutely, you absolutely, you absolutely, you absolutely did. It was a great speech. You're, it was a stem winder. The 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 MAGA loves you. Okay, Jr. Thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Thank you, sir. Tina Peters, the Joan of Arc of the MAGA movement. Tina, uh, get us up to speed on what's happening. Everybody in CPAC wanted to see you, wanted to know how it was going. Everybody's got your back. So, Tina, tell tell us what's the latest. You know, we uh, we raised the money that they never thought we could, thanks to you and many others out there, patriots that want to see uh, see all of this exposed and the law followed. You know, and Colorado actually has laws, Steve, to test the voting devices. They just don't follow them. So this recount has to be done all over again, what they're supposed to do according to the law. And I know uh, legislators that were in session when this law uh, the Colorado Revised Statute, when this particular law was created. And basically, prior to any recount, the county is supposed to, uh, with through their canvas board, is supposed to randomly select these voting devices, find out what ballots ran through them, just randomly pick one or two or however many, uh, El Paso County picked seven, uh, and then go get the ballots, the actual ballots, 
that were uh, that were run through those tabulators on election night. That would have been June 28th, and then compare what the machine had tabulated and what the actual uh, what actually the vote count was. They didn't do any of this. And Jenna Griswold and others have put in election rules that totally subvert the law. And uh, so we're real excited. They're going to have to refund the money. We're going to use that for our legal fees. And um, they, we, they have to start this thing. This goes back. This goes before a judge. So I just need everybody to pray for a righteous judge that's not afraid to follow the law. You know, we've got a lot of judges uh, out there that are choosing purposely not to follow the law, but we uh, were calling on judges to stand up. We're losing our country through selection, not election. And, you know, they need, this is the time, this is their, the time in their lives when they need to be here and, and, and do what God called them to do. And that is to, they're in a position, they need to rule righteously. And, you know, it, we knew these laws existed. It just so, you know, it, it it's kind of like a mini recount and they're calling they what they did was they did what they call a logic and accuracy test. Well, I've done plenty of, of logic and accuracy tests in my time as for Mesa County. Uh, but this is not what you do. You don't do a logic and accuracy test. Basically what they did was they ran the same ballots through the same machines all over again and knowing that, that it would not yield a, a uh, a, a different result. And that's not the way the law was written. The law was written to compare uh, a manual recount, kind of a mini-recount, go tabulator or two or three, find out what ballots went through that, that particular machine, take those ballots, they're all, they're all uh, stored by, by ballot, by a, a tabulator, uh, it, you know, by, by uh, uh, you can identify them that way, bring them out, Run them through the tabulator, see what the machine says, sit down and have the judges and the canvas board uh, do a mini recount. That is what's supposed to do prior to any recount. We haven't had a statewide recount in 27 years, Steve. So what they did, listen to this, you're going to love this one. What they did was they were following the uh, uh, the instructions for from Dominion. When they would run into a problem, they would call Dominion and say, what do I do? And um, so basically, the, it's not for Dominion. It's not for the clerk to run these recounts. It's the Canvas board members. It is the Democrat and Republican and the Democrat and Republican judges to run the recount. So now it goes before okay, judge. Okay. judge so, ha will, uh, so hang on. What what are these what are these judges actually looking at? What the the, the your what's the ask? What are you asking the judge to rule on? To do an actual real recount. And here's the way the law reads: If when they compare what the machine tabulation said on June 28th and the manual recount of those hand counted ballots from those batches that were run through the randomly se selected tabulators, machines, comparing those two, the minivan recount and the, the count that the machine tabulated, if there's any discrepancy whatsoever, then it cannot be run through the machine again to do a recount. It has to be hand counted. That's what we want. That's what the law says. 
uh, and you know we're we're filing injunctions. We're, we've got lawsuits going. Uh, they have disenfranchised. I know that you know that uh, they've given me a price of of two hundred thirty six thousand, and they've given the local El Paso candidates theirs was about ten thousand to do their recount in their county, and then they raised it for them. They raised it like another ten thousand. They raised it twenty thousand for me because of vendor fees, and the vendor is Dominion. So Dominion is actually, it's like having the fox in the hen house. So we, the court, the law is on our side. We are, we are going in, we're praying for a righteous judge. And, you know, he's got a lot of responsibility to do the right thing because we know the right thing. We but know the let's law. A, let's That's assume, but let's, assu- let's, but let's, assu- let's assume we're not going to get a righteous judge. Let's assume we just get a judge judge. Like, let's assume <laughs> we just get a typical standard stock Mark one mod zero Colorado judge. Uh, when do you actually go into court? Well, it, this has to happen pretty soon. So there's there's an injunction coming out. Uh, this is one of those, like you know, like a temporary restraining order or injunction that tells them to rule on it right away. So this is timely. There's plenty of time to do this before the ballots are printed for the November election. They can't use that as an excuse. But, you know, the people in Colorado know what's going on. So for a judge to risk his career and his name to do something dishonest, and not follow the actual law uh, is going to be a it's going to be a big deal, and Tina, everybody's going to see it. Tina, Tina do, do me a favor right now. Put up your social media and the website. People want to follow this twenty four hours, particularly the folks that 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 gave the money at, at CPAC. I know Sharona was there, but people were asking about it all the time. House Tina, are we going to do this? Is going to pull off? So let's give you your social media and let's give the website of how they stay up to speed on this because you've got the whole country. It's kind of on tenterhooks about this thing. You bet. You bet. And this affects the whole country. This is the way we bring the machines down and bring and bring everything back into law and order. It's Tina Peters for Colorado.com is my website. We have Colorado recount.com and that has the other, uh, the other uh, candidates on there as well. You know, we've got, I mean, our fight is just beginning. We have legal fees. We have to win this for the country. This is this is one for the win yeah. uh, for everybody to take notice of. And it's it's Tina Peters 2022 on Getter on Twitter, uh, you know, and just just hang in there with us, folks, because, yeah. you know, people are using what we're getting yeah. here in Colorado, which is Dominion territory, right, yeah. uh, all over the country to bring about change. And, and I'm yeah. so excited Tina, about Tina, it. Tina, we got we. T- 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 Tina, we got to bounce, and I agree with you. This is a thing. And, and not, by the way, it's just not the machines. Jenna Griswold, since Katie Hobbs is running for governor, trust me, as as bad as in, New, in, in Michigan and all these other places, Jenna Griswold, Jenna Griswold is numero uno, and only Tina Peters can take her on. Tina, thank you so much. Yeah, Honored to have you on here. Okay, 10 o'clock tomorrow. Oh, you were, you, you were born ready, Tina Peters. You were born ready. Tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, we're going to be back for a full day's fight. Where? In the war room.